Hi, are you a woman in your 40s, 50s, 60s or beyond? Well, our conversations are for you. Hi, my name's Ali. Hi, my name's Kerry. So why don't you listen to our chat today? Hi, it's Ali here and I'm with Kerry. How do you feel about failing? Is it something that you don't mind or is it something you would do anything not to fail? This is the subject this month. So Ali, failing, being a failure at something, how do you feel about that? Does it freak you out or are you quite comfortable with failing and what would you think? Okay, the first thing I'd like to say though is there is a big difference between being a failure and failing. Oh, okay, explain. Well, if you think about it, if you did something seven times and you got it wrong, and then the eighth time you got it right, have you failed? No. But you have no. been failing. True. Hey, good description. It's not, I think it's, that's how people see it, that they say if they fail at something, they are a failure and they have failed. And job's done, it's over. Like Exactly. Yeah. But it's not. It's about how many times you can get up and look at the evidence of what went wrong and make it right. Oh, was it the electricity man? The man that invented electricity? Didn't he fail, like, so many times and somebody said... Um, why do you keep doing it you keep failing and mm. he said I can't remember what he said he said he's learning from it and then he achieved it didn't he oh what was the story he said no I have just been finding ways of how not to do it that's it yeah so yeah so he was learning he wasn't he was he was failing but he was learning after me digressing like I do let me answer your question so as a child and a young adult I would do dear enough anything not to fail at something because I didn't have the confidence I felt that it just proved to the world how bad I was and how insecure I was and they were going to see straight through me so I played really safe and it meant that I didn't do a lot of things and also I missed out on loads of learning all the time that you fail at something you learn then how to maybe do it better and learn a life lesson from it yeah so, yeah, I used to think, no, I can't fail because people are going to realise I'm not good enough. But then I would say from my 30s to now, I actually see failing as a really good thing, which people think is slightly mad. But I see it as uh, if you're stepping out of your comfort zone, and I mean really stepping out of it, you can't expect it to be perfect straight away. And when you're practicing and you get it wrong and then you find another way how to do it, you're learning all the time. So I actually see failing as a really good thing. And I think it should be taught in schools. Uh, I actually totally agree with you. I totally agree with you because I think when we're younger, we don't have this conversation with anybody unless your parents are aware of it. And they're that, that sort of mindset. Um, yeah, and you learn from your peers, from your teachers and your parents and stuff. So if you're not taught that failing is a learning curve, you don't know what you don't know. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
So I think you jokingly saying it should be taught in school. I actually think that's a really good thing because we we've learned through going to seminars with people like Tony Robbins and personal development experts that that failing is a good thing that you're stepping out of your comfort zone and you're growing and you're getting better you know and don't think of it oh I failed just think mm-hmm. okay that didn't work out that time but now I'm going to try it like slightly differently and have another go at it I yeah. mean I suppose there's only only so many times you can keep trying something <laughs> keep trying something well I don't know can you keep trying forever well the thing is in society we see the people that have succeeded So you don't know that someone like Dyson maybe had two, three hundred prototypes before he got the one that we're buying. And there's so many things out there that you hear these stories of someone had to go to maybe a hundred different publishers, all told, no, your book's not good enough. And then just kept on pushing, pushing, pushing. Someone then said, yeah, okay." And a good, for instance, of that is uh, Jack Canfield chicken soup for the soul he tried and in the end they said if you can show that you have I can't remember maybe a thousand people that are interested then we'll publish it so every time he did a seminar he literally put a piece of paper on people's seats and said would you be interested in this book if you would could you sign and he literally went into the publishers with like a thousand sheets of paper with signatures on it and in the end they did publish it for him so you just see him as like a publisher that done these amazing books people read them all around the world but you don't see all the failures before he got to that stage yeah yeah and I would know it was a bit of a joke saying they should teach it in schools but you think about how you're programmed as a child you do tests at school and it's out of 10 or 100 and people want you to get as much as possible you want you to be as right as possible they're gold stars for behaviors that are good or you're doing something or making lots of effort And then you go home and then your parents are really pleased every time you do something right. We are programmed to please others and get things right all the time instead of actually thinking, I'm going to really go for something I want. I might not be ready for it, but if I fail or I I can't quite get it right at the moment, I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to learn to have grit and determination that it's not going to be handed to me on a plate it makes a huge difference. Yeah, totally does. So that's how I see it. Now I will push myself and I will go for it. Yeah, I still have that fear of not being enough or fear of failing or fear of making a complete idiot of myself. But I push it to the back of my mind and think, yeah, okay, if I did something and maybe five people noticed, tomorrow I'm going to be yesterday's news and they're going to be worried about something else. Oh my God, I love that saying. That's so what? true. That tomorrow is going to it's going to be forgotten. My stupid self, whatever I did. Do you know what I mean? An example of that I'm so, might be digressing a bit, but an example of that is I. Okay, I used to watch Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> I confess, and um, I remember there was a, a massive argument on there, and it was awful. Everyone was like going off all over the place, and literally, I watched the next episode the next night. No, I mentioned the argument from the night before. It was done. It was over. The next drama was going on. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, I, I, I remember thinking, wow, that's history. It's done. It's forgotten, you know? This makes me feel maybe a little bit old because maybe people have never heard of this. But, but you think years ago in the UK, they used to actually 
give you portion of fish and chips in newspaper. <laughs> I remember too. Yeah. And there was a saying, today's news is tomorrow's fish and chip paper. Yeah. And it's yeah. a bit like that. You know, what is failing today, someone yeah. else is going to do something that they're going to be interested. And there is also another way of looking at it that most people are more concerned about themselves than they are of the other people. Yeah, it's true. It's like if you failed in something or are failing at something, um, you're mortified, you're upset, you think, oh my God, I feel stupid, I'm not good enough, um, it's not, I've not achieved what I wanted to achieve. And you honestly think that everybody else is taking note of your failings. So they might have noticed, but in your head, they've noticed forever. Yeah. You know, forever, they're going to always know that I'm a failure. But like you've just said, people, people don't think about you every day of your failing that you've made six years ago. <laughs> So we have to try to remember that when things aren't happening how we want them to happen. Just think, okay, I'm going to learn from this. And if someone thinks I'm a bit silly, then they'll definitely forget about me tomorrow. Mm. But it's consciously thinking that. That's the hard thing, I think. Definitely. Yeah. So what about you? How do you feel about failing? I'm not going to say failure <laughs> or being a failure because I think they're completely different things. But how do you view failing in the past and now? It's quite interesting because of what you said, how you kept yourself small. Growing up, I did loads of things. Like I was really into athletics. I did brownies, diving school. Oh my God, I did every hobby you could think under the sun. So I would have failed a lot in those things. However, I didn't recognise it as failing, hmm. which is like now thinking about it, like especially in athletics there would have been plenty of times I wouldn't have been any good in a competition but I kept going back and and, and achieving in the end mm. it's funny you should say that because there is something that Tony Robbins talks about and if you think back to when a toddler or a starts to walk they are gonna fall over loads of times <laughs> And parents give them encouragement. And every time there's a few steps, it's like, well done, that's amazing. But they don't go, oh, Johnny's definitely not a walker. He's fallen over five times today. Let's let's push him around for the rest of his life. We don't <laughs> see trying to walk and falling over as a failure. We see it as a process to get to where we want to. So maybe as a child, you saw the ups and downs of your athletics as the journey to where you needed to go you didn't yes. see it as actually I'm not doing very well and I'm failing at this yeah it's a good that's a really good point actually yeah it was like almost like it was a must it had to keep going do you know what I mean until I got there whereas I'm, I know as a child I wasn't super confident I wasn't like yeah look at me I can fail or I can do this and I can do that I very much tried to succeed all the time. I know, do you know what I mean? I tried to please, maybe, is that the word? Yeah, maybe. And maybe and maybe athletics was quite a safe place for you, where yeah. maybe if it was in class, you wouldn't have been so outspoken in case yeah. you made an idiot of yourself. Yeah. But actually yeah. in athletics, everyone was trying. You didn't have an, an expert or anyone that was so much maybe better than you, because obviously you were, you're tall athletics was maybe quite natural to you yeah so you felt like yeah you weren't confident but you were good enough that 
if you didn't do too well, people wouldn't say, oh, well, Kerry's failed at it. She's done with athletics. Yeah. Mm. But a classroom situation is a really good example. I was never, I was never a kid to go, yeah, I'll answer that. Yep, yeah, yeah. Mm. Look at me. I know the answer because I would be scared that I didn't. Mm. So I was scared of failing. Yeah. And then I even think, like you said, even up till about the age of 30, I think, I was still very much like that, scared of failing and, mm. well, you know, from work and stuff. I, yes. I, yeah, that time when I had to do public speaking and I was like, I'm leaving my job, can't do it. Now, that's yeah. an interesting one. So we worked together in an uh-huh. IT company. Yeah. You were going to be promoted and you had to do presentation to directors mm-hmm. and your head went, I can't do that. I'm going to fail. And yeah. you left yeah. and you started your career <laughs> that you have now, which you're highly successful. You've got a business that you've had for over 20 years. You are known in the industry as an expert. Now, looking back, was it failing leaving the IT company or was it a lesson that made you stronger in your career? And actually, because of it, you are successful. That's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> That's a, I like that way to look at it. <laughs> but yeah, was it a lesson, like a life lesson? Yeah. So was it a failure? I would say if you left and then played really small or said, right, I can't work again because I'm no good. Yeah. And you gave up. That's failing. Yeah. But because you didn't, you just found another way to be yeah. successful in a career that didn't have to do with presentations was that failing I would say no no it's true but in that in that moment in time I ran I ran yeah, from did. my fear yeah, yeah I ran away I was like I'm not doing it can't do it no I'm gonna I'm gonna look stupid is my thoughts yeah. I don't know enough about my subject I'm whereas I could have studied and learned it and I could have done it now yeah. me now I would take it on I do it but yeah. then back then no I thought no way can I do this But that's more about confidence, where when we're talking about failing, it's about a journey. And and I I really see it as if you give up and you don't do it, you have failed. If you don't do it at all, you have failed. If you keep on going, and as I say, you fall over seven times, but you get up eight, you, you have not failed. You have been successful. Yeah. Because you've yep. got your life lesson, you've you've learned and grown from it, and you've found a way of doing it. Well, actually, if you played completely small and said, I'm not doing it because I don't want to fail, guess what? You failed because you haven't done it. Yeah. Do you think sometimes there's a situation where you keep doing something and you try and you fail and you try and you fail and you try and you fail and you literally can't achieve it? Okay. So you have failed at that situation. I can't think of an example. I can't think of an example. Yeah, but no, I don't. Because you could say that when you're at the IT company, you could have tried, pushed yourself, not managed to do presentation. You have an excuse every day. But then you decide to take a different path in your journey. You've learned from that. So you've you've moved. And yeah. you you've done something about it there is a saying that you could carry on walking east for a sunset and you could literally sprint there but you're <laughs> never going to see it because it sets in the west so yeah. I think everything is about a journey and about changing direction yeah 
definitely by changing direction. I mean, I always say life isn't linear. If you think you're going to start and you're just going to walk in a straight line for the rest of your life, it's not going to work that way because there are always going to be curveballs. There are always going to be fears and worries. Actually talking more about failing than fear, because obviously they do sort of go hand in hand. Because yeah. when we are fearful, we maybe won't do something. And then if we're not doing something we want, we're failing. Yeah. I also think that we are programmed so much to want to get it right to not fail not make an idiot of ourselves worried that we're not enough and that if we do something stupid that we're going to be rejected and they really drive us but as i said i think most people really are more concerned about themselves and protecting themselves of failing or not making an idiot of themselves yeah i think this is so true ellie what you said like literally from when you're born you're praised for everything that you achieve aren't you mm-hmm. school like you say is so structured to get good grades to get your your stars on your certificates you know to conform and and not to fail yeah. but nobody ever says it's all right that didn't work out however I try again and next time it you know you, you'll probably get a different result yeah, but we've learned that through going to seminars and learning stuff and everything else. Whereas I don't think a lot of people even realise that that's the situation, you know? Yeah, definitely. The story that really motivates me to talk about failing quite a lot when I'm doing masterclasses and talking to clients and stuff is the owner of Spanx, Sarah Blakely. When she was a child, her dad used to ask her every evening, what have you failed at? Yeah. And if she hadn't failed at anything, he'd be like, right, well, you haven't tried hard enough. You, you need to push yourself enough that you fail and then you find a way of how to do it. That's how you're going to learn and grow. Yeah. And when she came up with the idea of Spanx, she tried to phone all these different shops, you know, big supermarkets in, in America. And they were all saying, no, don't want to see you. And she phoned this one lady and the lady said, well, I've got 10, 15 minutes on this day. She had to fly across America. She didn't have very much money. And she stood in front of the lady. She showed her and she went, no, I'm not interested. Now, a lot of people would have maybe walked away, thought, well, it is a failure. No one's interested in what I'm going to do. Well, she said, could you come to the restroom with me, please? And the lady sort of looked at her. I just want to show you. Now, she wore a pair of white trousers and she went, said, this is what I look like now. She went in, put the spanks underneath, came out and the woman went, oh, my goodness, that is amazing. <laughs> I, I, I want it. And that's actually, and even throughout her career, she was doing lots of things to make sure it worked. And some of them didn't work, some of them did, but that's how she learned and grow. She is the first self-made woman to become a billionaire. Amazing. So I think if you're listening to this and you have children, encourage them to fail because it gives them the grit, the determination. You can't have your child happy all the time. It's not good for them. They will not be able to cope as an adult. They need to go through emotions and they need to know that it's okay to fail. They're still loved and they will learn from it and they will grow from it. I totally agree. I think with my children, I've, I've talked to them a lot about it, you know, mm-hmm. and just said, it's all right. It didn't work out, but let's try again and do it a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's like I heard a little story the other day about, um, which isn't very PC because I don't think you'd do it now, but there was a cage with four monkeys in it. And they put a big bunch of bananas at the top of the cage. 
first one went to go up, they got a hose pipe on it and literally sprayed it down. The next one tried sprayed. Next one. So they, they're all sort of sitting around thinking, oh my goodness, you know, this is good. So they took one of the monkeys out and then put a new monkey in. And the new monkey went to go up the pole to get the bananas and all three of them literally dragged him down. And then they took one of the other monkeys out and then the new one went in, all three of them dragged him down. And in the end, there were none of the original monkeys in that cage. They were all new, but none of them would go up to get a banana. And if they put a new monkey in that didn't know, as soon as they went to go up, they dragged the monkey down. And I think this is how our society is with failing the fear of getting it wrong, that we all want to look like we belong. We all want to not make a fool of ourselves. And it's like an unwritten rule where actually we should be encouraging our friends and our relatives and the people that we know and say, I want to celebrate you. You've tried, you didn't quite make it, but oh my goodness, you are so good to go for it. And what are you going to do now? How are you going to do it differently? And support each other to grow, learn and get to our goals. Not say, oh my goodness, you made a bit of an idiot yourself. I wouldn't do that if I was you. Because yeah. that just makes us all play small. Yeah, I love that story. That's really good. It is good, isn't it? I yeah. Then I thought, wow, very powerful. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I think you're right with what you've said. It's, a lot of it is about just what people will think of you. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter, does it, at the end of the day? No. And it's actually, if you think you're not enough, the more you try new things, the more you're going to grow. You know, confidence doesn't come from just hoping and maybe reading a lot and and just thinking well one day I'll be confident or I'm just not a confident person confident comes from taking action the more action that you take to do something the more times you do it the more confident you'll feel and then the more likely you're just going to go for it so every expert starts as a beginner they're all going to make mistakes they're all going to get it wrong and actually we should have it as part of society that it is fine to not get it right and encourage each other to reach our heights, not like the monkeys pulling everyone down. Yeah, very good. So if you are someone listening to this and you are worried about getting something wrong and you just are playing small in your life, start failing, it's okay. We've done it, we survived and the more you do that, the more you come out of your comfort zone, the more you're going to grow, the more your life's going to grow and the better you'll feel. So we really hope that you've enjoyed today's podcast and we look forward to speaking to you all next month. So it's bye from me. Bye.